Hello, boys and girls. This is episode six of the Real Sports CSGO podcast. This is your host, Jamaican. Uh, I'm here with Mist and Maigen from the great land of Denmark. Today we're going to be talking about a lot of things in CSGO, but the first thing we're talking about is EPL. Now, I'm sure Maigen's super happy because Astralis took the win 3-1. While he did not have to eat a cigarette, Maigen, how do you feel about your favorite Danes winning another land? This is a celebration in the land of Denmark. I mean, come on. We had two teams winning events. We had North winning tours. We had Australis winning EPL. It can't get much better than that. Come on. You're not wrong. But in terms of actual analysis, um, I feel like, I mean, we obviously in the Australis era. I mean, I don't see a team right now in current CSGO that's going to stop them. I think that it's going to probably take a roster change from a team like maybe Navi or FaZe or maybe SK if they can get this shit together. But I mean, you have Glaive playing, uh, even Glaive is playing way above his usual level where he's like maybe like the third best player on the team arguably. And I mean, the nade usage is perfect. I mean, what can you even say? They're just like a level above everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Miss, how do you feel about uh, what Mike and I say about Astralis? I agree. We're definitely in the Astralis there. There's like a note on the, the first map of the Grand Fawn versus Liquid. Uh, I think Harry noted Astralis had a thousand utility damage and Liquid had none at like half or something. That's insane. Wow. Like, like they coordinate everything so perfectly. Yeah, I remember hearing that Astralis were averaging 40 damage per round with. Uh... Um, grenades, and so that's I think that's a really important stat. So we talk about Astralis. We want to talk about specifically what makes Astralis great. And so, especially at EPL, you look at their run. They weren't playing like weak teams or like you know how like say Cloud Nine at ESL One Cologne last year had a really easy run and they got three would by SK, or like you know something like that. Whereas Astralis were playing legit teams on their way to a very important win because now this is another notch in their belt. Which they have two this year. For that um, Intel Grand Slam, and Kerrigan actually said that in an interview he would really like the Grand Slam win, and they have a chance to get it with uh, Belo Horizonte, and they have yes, uh, I want Cologne, some events coming up. So, how do y'all feel about the Intel Grand Slam being a potential factor in motivation for teams to win? It's definitely a money bonus. Yeah, I think like I don't think teams are like that motivated by it to a degree. I feel like it's in the back of their head, obviously, but like. Right. Tournament itself, the playing is the main focus, but like, obviously, it'd be nice to get it. Of course. Are Starless in Bella Horizonte? No. No, okay. Because they're going to miss out on ESL 1 New York as well mm-hmm. because of the Blast event, I think. Yeah. Are they Correct. at Blast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they're going to they're gonna have to win Cologne maybe to sort of get. To save is it three events maybe. you need or is it four? You need four. Four. Okay. The yes. stock, Stockholm too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Stockholm. They could win that. So yeah, they definitely have a good chance of getting it. For sure. So you have phase. It's really just phase. Cause now SK like their wins have started to decay. Um, it's really just phase, and they, SK have no chance of winning big events like this anymore, unless they really start in good form. But uh, you have phase, and it's just Astralis. Cause like Liquid, they had chances that used to win New York last year. They had a chance this year with EPL, and I mean they have still have chances at Belo Horizonte. I think Liquid are a better team than Phase. But we'll see how that bracket plays out. 
and you have a lot of events coming up on the calendar. But EPL was a really big one and showed a lot of different, you know, how teams played or who to expect to be good next year. And Liquid, the North American team, everyone said Cloud9 was going to be the, the heir of Cloud9 and A, right? And now we have Liquid adding NAF, the superstar player. And how do we feel about Liquid, Miss? How do you think Liquid is going to be in terms of rivaling Astralis or their top teams? Probably their closest competition right now, in my opinion. Why would you say that? I think the not Nitro, NAF, Twist, and Elise are like one of the best trios we have. And I think the grand final, they, like, they put up a fight on three of the maps. They won one, which is more than anyone else did that tournament. So like they can contend. I just think Nitro needs to get back to like, his pre, like his form earlier this year, because like mm-hmm. he's kind of dipped down a bit. For sure. So like he's obviously jailing, but they don't really have a dedicated op, so that's kind of a mess in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But wasn't that strong too? You mentioned no. that was more maps than anyone took in EPL, and that's correct. Unfortunately for <laughs> the field, uh, Stralis played Optic. They won sixteen three on Nuke. Which I don't know why Optic picked Nuke, but that's just Optic. And then Astralis played SK 2 It won 16-10 and 16-9. And then Astralis 2-0 Liquid earlier in the tournament. I mean, it was like a relatively closest, closest 2-0 in terms of Astralis standards, but you know, Liquid wasn't ever in the game. And then they 2-0 Phase, which was like a HLTV five-star matchup, right? And then it just wasn't even close. It was pretty disgusting, actually. It was actually not fun to watch. And then Astralis the 3-1. To be honest. In my opinion, somewhat biased, I think Liquid could have beaten Astralis because they should have won that nuke game because they had, it was like they had a lead, they were looking really good. They just had some sloppy rounds where they had man advantages, but they would just, I don't want to go on a rant, but I feel like NA teams don't, they take fights one-on-one or they'll have a man advantage and they don't peak two on one person when they know a person's there. And so they'll just like shoulder peak so the person knows you're going to peak them next time. They don't even use a flash. It's like FPL all over again, but in like actual matches. And then what do you have? Liquid loses rounds. They lose Nuke 16-14 after getting annihilated on Dust 2. And then Mirage had a close one. And then Inferno, they should have won that map. They choked as per usual for Liquid. And Cash could have been a toss-up. But, you know, I think Liquid threw away that best of uh, five in my opinion. But do we think Astralis will ever be uh, challenged? I mean, I don't think we've seen anything since like NIP 870 or like Fnatic's three majors or whatever. We've never really seen an era like this, a big dominant era. Do you think Astralis can do it? Or will other teams step up to it, my end? Um, I mean, it's going to happen eventually because, I mean, there's none of these teams that kind of last forever. Mm-hmm. i say the thing about Astralis opposed to, like, I think the last team you could kind of compare them to is, like, FaZe in the fall when they had those two tournaments where they, like, won them without, like, losing a map, I think. New York. They won Ely. New York. Yeah, New York. Yeah, New York and, and then New York. they won Ely, right? Yeah, they won both of them. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that face team is that that play style wasn't really that consistent. It was just based around a lot of star players. While this Astralis team, you have, they're the first team ever probably that I can remember with a seven map pool. Mm-hmm. And they have that tactical play style that's just going to be way more consistent. So it's going to be really hard to get them off the top spot. It's not like they're lacking star power, too. They have Device and Dupree, and Magisk has been insane. Yeah, everyone talks about like Device as a, any star player, right? And Dupree is a really good player. He's like kind of underrated somewhat. But he didn't have Magisk, who was a star player in his own right north. And then on Optic, he was a star player. Now, he's still a star player. And it's just crazy to think that, you know, you can go anywhere and you just see 
any of these names are just terrified. And Zipnix, who isn't necessarily a star player, but he's like one of the best clutch players. I think it's really important to have when you have like broken rounds and you know that mental thing that well they have Zipnix alive and he's a really hard man to kill. And on maps like Nuke or Cash or any any pretty much any map, like you know Zipnix does a map so well and he plays so cerebrally that it's just you know, it's just GG right there. So I think they have a yeah. huge mental advantage going into this uh, season now. And I think it's really smart they're not playing every single event. Because as you notice, they're not going to play in Star Ladder. So that's a win. That's a possible win for either Liquid or... Because Liquid's the one top team there besides, like, say, Mouse Sports or Na'Vi. So all those three have a chance to, like, hey, this can be our era too, right? And then Belo Horizonte, they're not going to play at. And you'll see uh, either Phase or Liquid say, hey, you know, we're a good team. Or Mouse Sports. And so it's giving, I guess, Astralis. For them, it's smart because they can scrim, they can practice, they can without getting, like, you know, fatigued, you know. So, like, we see, talk about that a lot. I know it's Mike and favorite topic. But... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> those were the only two good, te- good teams there. We saw Navi, Navi getting a uh, Navi, uh, top four. And I thought that was really impressive about a Navi because um, they weren't just a simple show. We saw Electronic becoming his own star in his own right. The second best player on the team, probably behind Simple. And we saw Zeus step up on fragging, which was really important. Of course, Edward was still a bot, but like I think this was a really important uh, land for Navi because it could show that even without Simple, playing to his quote-unquote like, godlike status, they can still place top four big lands. I just want Miss to talk about Edward. It's his favorite <laughs> player. I don't know. He needs to go. Like, I don't, this team, I don't get it. Like... I don't think they can like they're consistently making top fours because they have and electronics are in the frag. Flame has been inconsistent ever since his personal issues mm-hmm. back in March. But like I don't know. Edward I don't see his point in this team. Yeah. I haven't I haven't saw his point in this team for like over a year, but <laughs> I can agree with that. Fate so you, the... you see Edward, like he's supposed to be a star support player. Right? I said that like in with air quotes, but uh I just really hasn't been performing at all. Like it's like it's not where like say on CT, it's not like where he's just not getting killed because they're not coming to his bomb site or something like that. It's where they come to his bomb site and he either dinks them but he doesn't finish the kill, or he might get one kill when he needs two and he's just not playing smartly, or they're giving him the hero AK and it's like don't give it a simple, let's give it to Edward and it's just like it's not gonna help him. He can't use get kills with it on the T side. It's really disgusting how they're using the players. I think Zeus has done a better job with using say. Uh, electronic, because you see Electronic are really starting to perform now, but I think Edward just I don't understand what they're doing with him, I feel like they should drop him, there's so many good free agents in uh, CIS, but you know Fair. you know, we don't know yeah. I mean, if you just compare Edward to Sipnix for a second, to compare to Navi, <laughs> it's Navi to Astralis <laughs> they're kind of supposed to be in the same position in the team, and it's just like night and day yeah I'd rather have AZ as a clutch player than uh, Zip, than not Zip Mix. AZ, even though I give AZ so much hate, he's actually a good clutcher. Yeah, he I'll give him that. that. I'll give him that. That's the sad part. <laughs> but we're not we're not there yet. But we can look at say Optic, Optic, another Danish team. You talk about Danes having a good weekend. Optic coming out after being sixteen three, you'd think, oh yeah, we're depressed, we're dead. Let's get out of here. Optic bounced back really well. They should have been in the uh, the playoffs. They should have beaten SK. They choked. Even the cast was like, yeah, they got one more round, and then they're just going to be going to or two more rounds, and they'll be headed to playoffs, and then they choke. 
Caster's Curse, of course. And so, how do we feel about Optic? My goodness, especially you, you're the Danish, uh, Danish lord. How do you feel about Snappy's new team? Even though I think Snappy was a bit of a bot, uh, how do you feel like Snappy's team was going to be doing in the future, especially with Dreamhack Austin coming up? I mean, at this event, I literally expected them to finish last because they had a really <laughs> tough bracket. Astralis in the first game, I mean, that's not going to go well for anyone. And then they were going to play the loser of Nip versus SK, mm -hmm. which they did end up winning to their credit. So I think this team is going to probably be around like an eighth best in the world. I think they have some really good pieces with Config and Yugi and Snappy as the in-game leader. Even Cajun B has been playing really well at EPL. Mm -hmm. So... I think this team is looking pretty good for the future, especially with the signs they showed at EPL. For sure. I agree. Like, Gade, Gade like, it was his like, first like big international lands. Like, you got obviously this nerves there, and he was playing like SK and stuff like that. So, like, he didn't perform well, like that well this event, but like, I think he'll step it up. I think they're going to win Dreamhack Austin. Okay, that's interesting. So, Gay, the general giant, I think we've seen good stuff out of him. He kind of baits for config, it seems like. I think Cajun B played very, very yeah. well. And I think that Yugi Cajun B could be a very good double op. Now, I know I, I kind of bagged on Cajun B back in the past, even the old podcast, where I would say, yeah, Cajun B is a dead bad opper. But, okay, he's a bad main primary opper, and as like a secondary op, he's very good. So, if you're holding down two bomb sites, you have on, say, him on Inferno B site, and you have Yugi on A site. Oh, man. Imagine walking into that. That's scary. So I think Cajun B can be is a very vital person point in that team. And look at Config as a star. Oh my lord. I mean that's just it's just scary. It's really scary. Him and Yugi? Oh my god. Like this team has yeah. a lot of potential to like really save rounds when the team is when Snappy's not performing well because he was bad the entire tournament. Let's not sugarcoat it. He was awful fragging wise. But I think that's probably just his first land, so it's not gonna be a big deal going forward, I think. But um I think he's definitely a big upgrade in terms of uh what you want to say tactics compared to Stanislaw because Stanislaw just did not lead a team so at least Danish yes. Dan Danes so I think Stampy's a big step in the right direction I think this team definitely could be like you said top 10 because they play nuke very well besides losing it to Astralis the best nuke team in the world and they started on CT side which or yeah they did um I think Optic have a chance to be a good nuke team because they looked really well on it really prepared for it with whatever practice they had not much and then you have that's a very i think a lot of teams are playing nuke now you see a lot more teams are playing it or trying it which i thought was really interesting i guess maybe they're scared of dust too maybe it's temporary yeah so i think optic can be really good on all the maps and i think they can have like a three and four map pool which would be important for like winning events like a gmac austin or stuff like that so i think that was good for them and it looks like phase after overperforming with a 3-0 looks like they're back to shall we say the mean Progressing to the mean, existed in play as well, maybe? Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, yeah, I think FaZe at Sydney, I mm -hmm. think them winning that event is going to turn out to be an anomaly because if you look at the way they got there, mm -hmm. they lost them at Greyhound. I mean, <laughs> come on. they. I think they lost them map in like every series they played, maybe? I think. Sure. Yeah, so... I mean, they got absolutely destroyed by Astralis here, and every map in that Sydney final was down to the wire, as we said last time. So, like, yeah, I think FaZe would exist. I think 
you're gonna see them around this like top four sort of level, and then when they get Wolfmeister back, then we can start talking about Phase maybe challenging Astralis again. But until then, I don't, I don't really see it. Fair. I mean, I think Exist. He's definitely good on cash. I know he's like calling on cash, but I think um, and they didn't play it against Astralis, so hey, maybe that was a reason why Exist didn't play well because he gave his favorite map. But I mean. I feel like Rain's been kind of inconsistent recently, I would argue to say. Like, he has really good performances, and then he's kind of meh sometimes. I don't know. It just didn't feel like... Like, even in aim battles against Astralis, they weren't hitting their shots. And they just were losing just flat out bad rounds. They were just playing bad CS, and the takes were just really one-dimensional. They weren't exciting. They weren't innovative. And it's just like, Kerrigan, what are you doing? What are your boys doing? It just didn't feel like... And Guardian had a really bad... Against Astralis, Guardian was awful. Like he just yeah, he was, was like not winning. Yeah, it was yeah. Just, yeah, it was disgusting. And then he finally gets a kill, and it's just like, ooh, this is rough. This is like me, this be me playing CS, you know? And this is bad. So you can't have your star player, probably your best player right now, besides Nico, like do that against Astralis. You just can't. It's Guardian's first negative events in Storming Phase, which is. Wow. Crazy. That is I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that. Like this face team, like they're gonna the same thing would happen with Kerriganers on like TSM and the, the question mark team and Astralis. They're gonna players are, are gonna start losing faith in him again. So gonna... uh, yeah, I can understand that. Maybe I've argued that maybe you should drop Robin as a coach. Maybe get a new coach. I like Robin as a coach. I don't know, but I mean, but maybe it's he's the problem. I don't think he is. Maybe they need an analyst, like a I'm pet level kind of guy who watches demos, sees the problems. Maybe that's what they need. Maybe they need. Uh, a new IGL, but who would you get as an IGL? You could get Angel because they can afford him, but I mean, uh, hell, reason they ain't selling Angel. I mean, yeah, but Faze can buy him. They're they're rich. They'll spend anything. We know that. You know, they're not Navi. I think what uh, I think one of the things about Faze is like when they got in exist. I don't know if it's because he's a stand-in, but I haven't really seen the team change too much. I expected when they got in exist that they were gonna perhaps like become a little bit more tactical, start to do more of the I mean, not become like Astralis, of course, but like starting to get a bit more in that direction. And it seems like they've just kind of slugged in existence all of my spots, and that's just it. Yeah, that's what they said they were going to do, I'm pretty sure. He's just going to put them in all off spots and just go with it again. I mean, when you're Swedish, you can play everything else another Swede does, right? So, I mean, but yeah. Um, <laughs> it is fair, though, because like, you think Exist is a IGL, he's secondary calling, you would think, oh, this is an upgrade in terms of tactics, which is what they needed. But so far, FaZe have been the same aim style, you know, hey, we can outshoot you. And Astralis, apparently, like, hey, we can't outshoot you. Even Liquid have been better than FaZe in some recent events. Uh, I believe it was at a Star Ladder, where Team Liquid beat them in the best of three on LAN. And so I think Team Liquid... In the third place match. Yeah, yeah, I know it was a third place match. But, I, I mean, you can't say that they weren't trying, though. You can't argue that. I mean, there was money on the line. I don't know about that. You I think argue they can argue it. that FaZe weren't trying. Okay, you can argue it. But I, don't, I think they were, though. I, I, would, I would wager that they wanted to be in third rather than fourth. You don't want to lose to Liquid. Chokewid, you know. Maybe Liquid had wanted it more, sure. But I think Liquid are better than FaZe right now, though. Yeah, I don't I think Mouseports are. Yeah. Mouseports were when they were the best team on Nuke and Mirage, but Mouseports no longer the best team on Nuke and Mirage. So I don't know what happened to Mouseports. That's a big thing with this tournament. Like Mouseports were, hey, one of, they were the best team in the world, arguably, or one of the best when Astralis weren't this good. 
And then what happened to them? What happened? My boys, Mouseports, such an enigma of a team, you know. A, a class, world-class team with no, not many fans. A uh, world-class team without any world-class maps, per se. You know, they've been winning these 16-14s on Mirage. And it doesn't look inspiring. Like there's no fear. Oscar, one of the only players you might fear. But he's so up and down. What is wrong with them, Mike? And tell me, what is wrong with Mouseports? I think this is just the sort of thing where Mouse was sort of a placeholder at the top. Where... Oh. If you look at all their players, I mean, Oscar, Robson, Sonny is a good start trio, but it's not like Nico, Guardian, Device, that kind of level. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, they don't really have the tactics to make up for it because Chris J is still pretty new to the in-game leading relatively to a guy like Glaive or Kerrigan or whatever. So I think you're just going to see mouse boards even out and be like a sixth best team or a fifth best team Ouch. or whatever they're going to be. Because, I mean, unless they make a roster change, which I don't know if they're going to. I mean, Mess, you, you interviewed uh, mouse sports coach. That uh, was Mygen. Yeah. That was Mygen interviewed my, yeah. mouse sports coach. Okay. Wow. That hurts. That's it. Oh, so, <laughs> how do you feel about when you interviewed him then, Mygen? My bad. Uh, how do you feel like he deals with the team? Like, for example, he does he you think he has a big impact on Chris J? You think they're good friends? Like, say, FNS and I'm a, I'm a fan? How would you rate that relationship? Yeah, I think LMBT is probably one of the better coaches in CS because, Ooh. I mean, you see Chris J come in with absolutely no in-leading in experience and you have a guy like LMBT basically teaching him to in-game leads, partially. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I definitely think he's a good coach, but that's not going to be enough if you're going to be number one in the world, even if he's the best coach in CS. Mm -hmm. uh, I can, okay, I can understand that. I think one issue is that Chris J was an opera, and it's just like, he went from being like an opera or like a secondary opera with Oscar, a scout player, you know, then he's now he's like, oh, I'm, I'm an IGO, and it's just like, what? And then you have Sticko. What, what is Sticko? What is, what is Sticko's purpose in this team? He's like the Zipnix, the clutch player who doesn't think is he can't frag? Like, I don't understand what's the point of having Sticko in here. And, like, you need somebody of a veteran player. Like, Chris J is, like, kind of a veteran, I guess. Same with Oscar, but not really. You know, you need somebody that's been to, like, majors or, like, been to big events, played well on big stages to, like, say, hey, for, like, guys like Rops and, uh, who's it, Sunny? Like, you need somebody to tell them, like, encourage them in, like, times when, like, Rops is doing terrible. Or he's choking against Liquid and gets 10, 12 frags in 30 rounds plus, 30, 40 rounds. That's insane. That's not good. When he's your A anchor, that's not good. You can't have that. And you need somebody that's not Sticko to like say, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. This is how you do it. We got you. No big deal. And they don't have that in Sticko. They need somebody. Like a Lowell would be a better fit. Like a Rubino. A good support player. Sticko is not a good support player. I don't know what they're going to do about that. But then again... Mouse sports have a lot of events to prove themselves. Bella Horizonte, Star Ladder, so we'll see what happens. But one team that did prove themselves last weekend was da -da 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 North. <coughs> Mygen's favorite. Favorite yes. team, right? So we saw North win DreamHack Tours. It was a 2-0, easy 2-0, on the championship Monday after some weird tournament event issues, whatever happened. And they took down Hellraisers, a team that they swapped with, I believe it was Space Soldiers, or no, with Heroic. So after Heroic, take that, you know, tournament spot. So how do we feel about North winning against Hellraisers in the Grand Finals? So 
on paper, this is the sort of event that you would expect NOS to win. I mean, if we look at back at like the Betsnet Masters and the Copenhagen Games where they failed, those were also events that you were expecting them to win. So we kind of come to expect NOS to be below this level. But like, if you looked at this lineup from the beginning, these were the kind of events that they were going to win. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have seen some improvement in the team. I think AC is playing better than usual. I think Merch is still pretty unimpressive overall. But, I mean, there are some good pieces in the team. I think, like, Valde is probably one of the most underrated players in CSGO right now. He's playing like an absolute boss. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. I think... I think Norse are gonna... Should be at a level where they win these events. And, yeah. They're probably not gonna go much above this, unfortunately. Wow. Wow, that's a vote of, kind of vote of no confidence. Why the... Uh... Suddenly, you went from being all hyped and everything to being like, yeah, they're actually better than us. Why do you say that? You don't think MSL can get this performance of his best friend, you know, AZ? Or you don't think that Mertz is going to be a good opera? I mean, I think that uh, one of the reasons we've seen AZ play above this level is because, I mean, let's be fair, they've been playing against tier two teams. They've been playing against the likes of Hellraiser's Gambit or teams mm. that are even worse than that. So naturally, the team should improve in performance rather than when you're playing against Astralis or FaZe or whatever. Uh-huh. And then, in terms of merch, there's this historical trouble with MSL and Orpus. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's let's just look at the history here, okay? The first Orpus in and that MSL was the in-game leader for was Nico. And no, not the Boston Nico, not even the Danish Nico that's playing now. Nico with a C. Oh. And he was actually a pretty good opera in early CSGO, but when MSL had him, he was trash. I mean, he shouldn't have been in that team. Then he went on to Pimp, and that was a fucking disaster as well. Then it was Cajun B, who was alright for a while, but he was never a primary opera. And now you have Mertz, who's like probably the most inconsistent opera in CSGO. Or like, not even inconsistent, just like. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how to describe them, to be honest. We're calling Mertz bad? Yes. Oh, why, why, why are we calling Mertz bad? You hate Mertz? I don't, like, he was t- touted as what is, like, hyper-aggressive Kenny-style opera. Every time I watch him play, he just sta- he just stations up. He doesn't do much, and, like, he's inconsistent with his shots. Like, he goes for flicks, like, hits him every now and then, but, like, I'm not sold on Mertz. I think like his, I think the hype that he got on North Academy was just because he was destroying these like tier three, tier four teams, and that's it. I don't think he's that much talent. So here's my thing. Um, uh, like my thing would be is I think Mertz has potential to be a good opera. I mean, there's not much, there's not much other teams in Denmark you can, uh, other players in Denmark in terms of operas. Right, Yugi's gone. They could have got Yugi. Now they can't. Um, so I think that. Mertz is probably their best but hope, you know? And so I think he can improve. I don't think there's an issue with necessarily being a stationary opera, even though it's more of a mobile opera meta. But, you know, I'd rather him be a stationary opera, get those salt. But he doesn't get those stationary frags that you expect him to. Like, he watches an angle, he's the guy going to his crosshairs, and he gets one tap by an AK, and it's just like, what are you doing, dog? So I can understand that. He doesn't flick very well either. 
and he's supposed to be like you know this kind of he can stationary he can be a flicker he can be kind of mix both worlds but um i don't understand what's 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 with mertz and why do operas die when you know they go to msl but i think this is a good result for north i think they can build on this because you have kiarby you have valdi you have phase az you know, you have some pieces here that could be pretty good. And I don't think they'll be the second best team in Denmark. They'll be Optic. But they can be third. And that's not bad. It's better than Heroic, right? Definitely better than Heroic. Better than Heroic. Yeah. So I think they can win Dream Hacks. They can place top eight at like ESL1 events. And yeah. that's their ceiling. Maybe they have a chance to do more. But, um, you know. That's what we got so far with North. And Hellraisers, to be honest, I used to hate Hellraisers, right? You know, Tony always talks about how, oh, why do you hate Hellraisers? Why do you hate Hellraisers? Why do you hate Dead Fox? You know, Dead Fox is a great player. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's a bad opera. And he is. And then I'm like, oh, well, Dead Fox is a pretty decent rifler, right? And then what's happened recently? <laughs> oh, Hellraisers gets destroyed on one map against Envy, and they 2-0 them the next time. Woxic is like a god with an op. And then against North, where does he go? I don't understand. Like, what's wrong with this team? Angel, this, you know, he's defragging, IGL. Whenever somebody says, fix a team, I say, put Angel in there. Because, you know, you can put Angel in anything. He speaks English. So he can do whatever. What's happened? What's wrong with Hellraisers, Mike? And please, what is wrong with them? Why do they um, lose? I think... I mean, Waxigan is a... I think... Those guys are fine. I think, uh, I mean, Issa especially looked really good at this tournament. And Angel, I think he's a good in-game leader. He does what he needs to. Bondig looks pretty good. And then, that's the fifth guy. <laughs> <laughs> Death Fox. Uh, yeah, I don't... I'm not really sure what he's doing in this team. I mean, maybe... It seems like he has this one game every, like, 50 games or something. And then... Angel sees that and he's like, oh my god, Dead Fox is a sick player, he should be in our team still. And then he gets 50 more games where he's shit and then the cycle continues. So, I mean, I don't want to single out a single guy and say that he's the problem, but I mean, this is, it's getting pretty ridiculous, ridiculous at this point. Yeah, I can understand that. So, Hello Razors, I feel like they just have a lot of decent pieces, but... Um, they just don't want to put it together, maybe? I don't know. I just feel like it's a waste of a team. I think that these people individually go all the places and improve teams. Like, say, Angel to a CIS team like Navi, or more importantly, Gambit. And look at Gambit this event. They did not perform to our expectations after playing really well at, I believe it was uh, Marseille. I think they performed well at Marseille. And, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. they played like top four or something. And yeah, I was like... Up. And I was like, wow, ooh, Gambit. Because they lost to Na'Vi. Because Seize was like, yeah, IGL, just like not, just like Zeus did. And then when they lose to Zeus, I guess you can always anti-strat yourself, right? And so they were looking actually pretty decent. Seize was looking, you know, like he had a smile on his face. I'm like, okay, Gambit, they could be something. And then what do they do with this tournament? They don't do anything. They, they do better than Envy, but they don't do what they, sh they should have won the event, you know? So... How do we think that Gambit? What are they gonna do? Now we okay. Now we know. I mean, spoiler alert: Gambit did not do well at ACL, the uh, Adrenaline Cyber League, the massive event is in Moscow, 
where we have Gambit go lose 2-1 to S to a rebuilding SK. But what do, you, what do you think about Gambit going forward? I don't know. Like, they keep switching IGLs. Like, that has no benefit to the team whatsoever. Like, they're back to Doja. Like, Caesar's doing, Caesar's doing perfectly. This is the best IGL that I've seen him do in all, ever. And they right. switched it because they had one bad event. Yeah, Not I don't do. understand that. But that's, like, a lot of... I think a lot of teams in the mentality of, like, yeah, our IGL, we did a bad event, so let's drop Fitch. Or, yeah, we had a bad mm -hmm. event. Let's drop this dude and let's put this guy in here. Let's let Seize do IGL. So now they've added everybody IGL, I think, except Hobbit. I don't think Hobbit's IGL'd. No, he, he IGL'd. Mo, Mo, Mo has an IGL'd. Mo. Okay, it was Mo. They've tried everyone but everyone. Mo. Yeah. I mean, Adrenaline, when he IGL'd, he just suffered. Even now he's suffering. They just they just need a tactical leader again. I don't know why they can't just see it. Or maybe they're too poor to afford uh, uh, Angel. They can't afford Angel's <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the problem. <laughs> but like, what other IGLs do you get? Like the lower, the dregs of like CIS, which have really good aimers and players, they don't have good IGLs. It's like NA, they have good aimers, they don't have good IGLs. So what do you do with Gambit? How do you fix Gambit? Do you drop Doja? What do you do? Wait, I don't know. Wait. Wait? I think I think oh. it's time for Gambit to take a chance at some of these like lower tier talents in the CIS region, even if it's like stacking a phase like roster together where you just put a bunch of aimers in like Mir is available you have a guy like Kaikut or whatever his name is who's playing really well mm -hmm. and I mean there's in-game leaders like Jamie and JR do you try I mean it's just like it's just this switching between these same five guys over and over again and it's just not working it's time to at least try somebody. Give someone a chance. I don't care who it is at this point, almost. I agree with so. that. I think there's a lot of talent in the scene, so yes, in terms of, you know, player-wise. I think they could find somebody. Fitch was a revelation. We interviewed Fitch um, when at DreamHack Masters Malmo, and we think, you know, Fitch was a really good player, I thought. And then, ah, oh, you had a couple bad events. You're gone, buddy. And now, who, now who's, who's going to go? So... Um, that, that's Dream Tours, you know? Envy, this is the end, right? Do <laughs> mm -hmm. you agree with that? Yeah, this is the end. So we're not even going to talk about that oh because God. we'll be there for next week when we have the full... You know what? We'll talk about it later with the French Shuffle. But another important development recently was Neo Tomcomo making the America Minor. The first team to be officially going to the Minor. How do we feel about that? I love it. This team is making the major qualifier. If they don't, it's kind of a joke. America's Minor is not going to be that stack it's like NRG call e United they should steamroll this in my opinion I think that, I wow. like this team they should steamroll define case so when you say it's not a stacked minor and they should steamroll what do you mean like stacked as in there's no C9 there's no team liquid there's no SK or yeah there's like no liquid like last minor had like misfits liquid so like that was pretty it was much more competition than this one's gonna have I mm -hmm. think so I like this team. They have, like, good skill. I don't know how Bit is. We're going to see them at Belo Horizonte. Mm -hmm. So, like, they have good, like, skill-wise. Like, Cello. FNX has been playing good. KNG. Phelps. <laughs> All, what KNG did, he is a pretty sick opper. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a sick opper. But it's just saying KNG and, like, you know, it's, yeah. it's just it always makes me laugh. Just because it's KNG. But you're definitely right. I think we could see a lot of improvement with NTC. I'm really excited to see them. I've always wanted to see 100Ds play. I was so mad. We were robbed. Uh, they couldn't play at the Major. That would have been amazing. I still don't know how they get visas. 
You have Cleveland Cavaliers money. You can't get visas for right across the pond. Come on now. Yeah, they were gonna. Uh, they were my dark horse for the major. Right. They were like I. I. I wanted them. To, they could have made top eight. They could. Like, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Should be fire made top eight. Stop. <laughs> That's disgusting. There's no reason they should have made top eight because the Swiss system is so bad. But that's just yeah. that's another rant for the day. But I think Bello Horizonte, like you touched on, NTs are going to be there. As are SK, as are Malisports, as are Fakes, as are Liquid, as are the best Turkish team space soldiers that get underpaid, as are the best German team outside of alternate attacks led by God Hunden, as is Torked, the best yeah, North American team that can't, you know, they can't make a major. So. Hey, if they just drop swag, so how's that gonna work out, right? I think this is gonna be a very interesting event. It's in a couple weeks, but it's gonna be a really cool event to see what happens and who's gonna do well. And this, a lot of teams have big storylines coming out of Horizonte, so there better be some good articles written about that. So I think that's a really big event, and you see another big event coming up will be Star Ladder, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we saw uh, the opening rounds have been announced, and we have, let's read them out real quick. Liquid versus Energy, SK versus Vici Flash, Navi versus Tyloo, AGO versus VP, Mouse Sports versus North, Avangar versus Gambit, Nip versus Hellraisers, and Godsent versus Renegades. Now, I think it's interesting we see a lot of domestic rivalries here. We have Liquid versus Energy, NA. We have. Ego versus Virtus Pro, Polish teams, and then we have Avangard versus Gambit, two like you know CIS teams. So, how do we feel about these opening matches? Let's go down the list. So, Mike, what do you predict? Who's gonna win what? I mean, matches. let me first say that what is with this terrible seeding? I mean, like <laughs> they've only seeded the five invited teams, and everything else is just random. At least with other Switch formats, they've at least seeded the first round, and now we just ended up with these like weird matchups where Mouse are playing North, and then meanwhile ATO are playing Virtus Pro. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Right. Like... But uh, in terms of the matchups, uh, should I just go down the list? Go down the list. The list. Go down. Yep, go down the list. All right. Um, I think Team Liquid are definitely the favorites. Uh, against NRG. I don't think NRG has been that good on LAN. I think NRG can take a map, though, because Team Liquid's map pool is not the greatest. I think Nuke is something they could go to, maybe. Um, SK versus Vici Flash. That should be an easy decision for SK, unless they shit the bed again. Hmm. Navi versus Tyloo. I think Navi is the sort of team that sh should eat Tyloo for breakfast with <laughs> all their individual skills, so that's going to be another 2-0. VP versus ATO. That's going to be close. So, I think VP takes it 2-1, although that could go the other way. Uh, Mouse versus North, that could go both ways as well, but I think Mouse are the slightly better team, so I'm going to say they take that one. Gambit versus Avangar, I think Gambit is the better team there, so that's going to be a 2-0 for Gambit. And then, my two upsets. Uh... Hellraisers against NIP. I think Hellraisers is going to take that one because I think we're starting to see some weaknesses in, weaknesses in NIP and mm -hmm. Hellraisers have been looking pretty good as of late, so I'm going to say they take that 2-1. Okay. And then Godsend against Renegades. I think Godsend is going to take that one. I think they've been looking better. Mm -hmm. I think Renegades, they've just lost Kassad, which I think is uh, we're going to talk about. Is something we're going to talk about later. 
I think that's going to be a pretty big loss that most people aren't talking about. So I'm saying Godson takes that one. Hmm. All right, man. How do you feel about the? How do you feel about your, what are your predictions like? Uh, I pretty much agree with Megan, especially the upsets. But um, did you say <laughs> Gambit or a Vanguard would win? Uh, Gambit. I have a Vanguard winning. I think they're going to upset them. So we. I love. I- I like that team a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I think Quicker and Buster are insane. <sighs> See, I just, you know, I just Quicker's can't like been... Vanguard. I just can't like Vanguard. I mean, they're in the grand finals for this ACL event. No, oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they are. are. Okay. I'm... My bad. <laughs> My bad. Wow. I, forgot, I thought they played SK today. Yeah, no, they, they're going to play SK tomorrow. And yeah. they had to draw it out, you know, for the Russian crowd. But um, for $65,000 first prize, SK could win their first land of the year. And a four-team <laughs> invitational, three of those teams not being in the top ten, I think. I don't. Yeah, Gambit's not top yeah, yeah. ten. So this is like decent results for SK and Avangar. You know, Avangar if they win that, that'd be pretty big for them. But I think the more important point, obviously, oh, top, Gambit's top ten. But I think all right. So my predictions, I would have to say, Liquid two O over Energy. Energy are bad on land. Well, okay, you know what? Mm, we'll put 2-1. They have Imapet now. He's a good coach, good fit for them. But they're still... Eh, let me go to just step above. You know, cut above energy. SK versus VG. Uh, VG is like a super team of China, but they're not going to win against SK. I say that, but they get upset. So 2-1 SK. Navi versus Tyloo. Another 2-1, I think, because Bentet had the most clutches at IEM Sydney with 8 and he's a very good player. He's a star player. Navi are prone to upsets. You have Flamey's not that Flamey, Flamey, Edward, and Zeus all can be bad bots. And Tyloo are known for being some of the best aimers in the world, or well, more so Asians. So let's say two one for Navi though, because their attacks are better. Ego versus VP. Ego two o easy peasy. VP are way too streaky. Mossports versus North. 2-1 for North. I think Mouseports are upset prone, and North have been pretty decent. If AZ goes God mode, we'll see a 2-1 for North. Avangar versus Gambit. Avangar should 2-0 practically, because they've been actually really good, and I agree with you. I'll give you that one. Nip versus Hellraisers. Nips. <sighs> Hellraisers has to 2-1 win this, I think. But it could go either way. That could go either way. I like that matchup. I think Hellraisers wins it, though. And then Renegade should 2-0 Godson, in my opinion. I think Nifty is a star. He's a player with star player potential. He doesn't always live up to the hype, unfortunately. I think JKM's actually a really good player. He's proved that at recent lands. And either between JKS, who's also had eight clutches at I Am Sydney, and Azur, one of those two players gets their aim locked down, they'll be gods. So I think it's a 2 0 for Renegades because Godson are not good. Oh, oh come on! Everyone says they're good, but they're not. I don't understand why the hype. They've been hyping up Godsend for years. They have never had a good land. They're not a good team. I'm sick and tired of hearing all this hype for Godsend. Even uh-huh. they had Dennis, overrated player, all this kind of stuff. I'm sick and tired of the Godsend hype. I really am. I just want them to go away. I want them to disband, not be a team. I hate this the, is the Broland now, though. This is the best yeah. Godsend lineup ever, besides yeah, so the garbage. Why, why are they so garbage then? Not garbage. How are they not garbage? What land have they won? They didn't win land, but they qualified for this. <laughs> they played online and qualified for it. What they do? They made the semifinals at the uh, tours. Yeah, at tours. 
they, hey, they, won, they won the key, key invitational. That's a lion. They won the what invitational? Key invitational. QI? QI, yeah. Wow. So they won a garbage tier event. That's like what? Flint is going to be top five players in the world. Okay. Alright, you're actually under the influence of Tony, and I'm just actually disappointed in you. If you don't think Colin is insane, you're you're nuts. Okay, I mean you can you can one good player out of five. Okay, okay. Twist. When he tries. Yeah, twist when he tries. Yeah, I think twist on Fnatic was better than twist on Godsend though. Twist on Fnatic was awful. No, he wasn't. He was good at the major. He's awful the major. I know. Atlanta was pretty good. I gotta check. Uh, Atlanta was pretty good, but like at like when he was on Godsend, he was garbage. I think Alphanax is decent. Discodoplin, same thing. Discodoplin has potential, but I don't like Godsend. I just don't. Sorry. I'm not buying into it. They're not going to yeah. get. Oh, they're going to 0 3 this event. I'm calling it now. You can pay me later. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait till I predict them to go top 8. <laughs> so then you're going to curse them? <laughs> like you didn't Dude, I got five of the six teams right at Dallas. Leave me alone. Okay. Do you have a gold pick em trophy? For no, the I don't buy. No. I don't waste my money on stickers. Well, that sounds like a personal problem then, you know? Right. Um, I have a gold picking trophy. Yeah, I got the playoff. Bracket. Last perfect. Let me guess. Two? Last. Let me guess. Illegal Atlanta. No, uh, I think it was Easel won Cologne twenty fifteen or fourteen. Oh, okay. God. That's a while. Okay, we're getting off track. <laughs> I mean, that was a while ago. But then, so is Stewie two K joining SK, and what's happened since? Well, besides ACL. Not much with him, except that he's complaining of FNS, saying that FNS should not be his replacement. Now, folks, we look at FNS, the tactical IGL. The man plays 25-dimensional chess, all right? The man literally sent one tweet out that dismantled a team and made it so that Stewie would go to SK so that he could get a spot on C9. What's more, what's more genius than that? Like, who's a better tactical IGL than FNS? And Cloud9 with FNS have not been bad. I think he's not the problem. Rush and Skadoodle are the problem. I think. So, why do you, do you think Stewie2K is right in what he said? Missed. Uh, kinda. I mean, like, it obviously hasn't worked out for both parties yet. Mm -hmm. FNS is okay. Like, his tactics are pretty okay, I think. Yeah, I agree. I don't agree much on Rush. I just think he's having a dip in form. But I think Skadoodle's been having a dip in form since 2014. But <laughs> you guys all know I don't like Skadoodle. Yeah, but... no one should. But, you know, people still do. I don't know why. Megan, uh, how do you feel about this? So, you know, what he said was that he suggested that Cloud9 should have picked up a young player instead of Hefinus. So, mm -hmm. let's just look at that. Who's that young player they're going to pick up? Song. <laughs> All right. Only let's 16? say they pick up, they pick up some. Okay. Let's say they do that. Then you're gonna continue with Tarek as the in-game leader, and you're basically gonna have a worse version of the previous Cloud9, which already was going downhill. I think it was pretty important for them to get a new in-game leader. I mean, it hasn't worked out that much with FNS so far, but then again, I don't really think they've had too much time to sit down and really work on the tactics. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've had some time, but I think. A team like this, yeah, they need more time. Yeah. yeah. And at the same time, you don't have enough star power in the team with mm -hmm. Skadoodle not performing well with Rush, <laughs> not living up to being that third star that he needs to be in this mm -hmm. lineup. So I'm, I think we need to give FNS a bit of a break so far. Yeah. What bothers me the most 
Mm-hmm. Okay. What bothers me the most about Rush is like in so many interviews he said like he's gonna flourish under FNS's leadership style and stuff like that, and he hasn't. But uh, yeah, I agree. More, more. They need more time. It's only been a couple lines, but. Do we okay. agree that Automatic is a star player? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's all we need to know. Um, <laughs> uh, my thing, I think, with you know, uh, Cloud Nine, I think they should, I think they should have just dropped Skadoodle when he was going inactive. They just said bye, and they should have said hello, JDM, or hello, Ricky. That's what they should have done, but they didn't. They didn't have the balls for it. Like, I get they paid two hundred thousand dollars for FNS, which is practically, in my opinion, insane. But I guess when you're one of the only IGLs left in NA besides Slemmy. You know, you can afford that kind of contract. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what we have anyways. We have Slemmy. He's the only other IGL on the market, literally. I'm not wrong. Tempest. Who? Tempest. He's, he's on the team. He's on the And that is so bad right now. And we have Sean Gares, but I mean, he's, he's a bot. So, I mean, you, you know. you, And they is just make people who aren't IGLs IGLs because there's none. That's all it is. You're not wrong. Stewie 2K was an IGL of Cloud9 at the time was the best team in the world. The thing more. about um, FNS is 200k is like, Jason likes a genius, but I wonder how much they got for Stewie. Whatever it is, is by far overpaid. But then again, that's NA because there is no other NA IGLs. And for complexity, that was their only, there's their, that was their best chance of turning that roster into something that could like make out of a minor into a major or make it to like a, a land and place top four like a dream hack. So that's that's why he was so expensive, worth so much to them. They celebrate. They gave him. They made him a cake. He had a house and everything there in Frisco. And what does he do? Bye, boys. I'm going to Cloud Nine. I'm put my uh, I'm put my tank top on. I'm leaving Texas. And so, you know, is what it is. If you want complexity, wouldn't you join Cloud Nine? Wouldn't you do everything you could to get the hell out of there? I mean, to be honest, I think complex. This is where, with whatever, ever since the Dallas Texas bought Dallas Dallas um, Dallas Cowboys bought out Complexity, I think they've improved their CS team a lot, or like they started making moves that were like beneficial. Like when they used to have strong legs on the roster, and players like that, it was just a joke. They were literally a joke, and they were there for the sake of being in CS:GO. But now they actually have like an IGL and they have an Opera that's like have competed at Tier One Counter Strike. I think Complexity could be the fourth best team in NA, where you have Team Liquid firmly number one, Cloud9 number two, uh, Energy number three, and then you'd have Complexity number four. I mean, there is nobody after five, after four, so I guess it's not really an accomplishment, but hey, they're there. What about Talked? They don't count. They're not a team. They're literally a stream <laughs> team at this point, in my opinion. They can't go to majors, so you're not a team. Like, what's the point of being a team if you can't go to major? That's my opinion. I'm sorry. Eh. You know, it's just, just like, that's, that's the one thing in CSGO everyone likes and cares about is the major. Dream hack upsets. <laughs> Literally, that's all they can go to is dream hacks. But, yeah. one event that one team that would love to be able to go to every event but can't because they have visa issues are space soldiers. And now we have rumors that they could be leaving their org. And according to Mr. Leaker in Chief Mads Megan Peterson, he talked to a Turkish uh, informer in the scene in a Fortnite game, and apparently that <laughs> <laughs> apparently their star opera Paz and N- Engine are leaving the team. So what do we 
What are we up for here, boys? Where are we this is not boys? reliable information, okay? <laughs> it's like, just okay. a Fortnite game, okay? <laughs> if we're talking about actual information, like, the thing was, wasn't it like Engine, the org wanted to drop Engine? Yeah, they want to drop Engine. So they are protesting, I don't know why, but I think Engine is terrible. He is terrible, yeah, they're all terrible. Besides Cali and Santeris, but keep going. Uh, like, I, just whatever, I don't know, like, I guess the org's gonna raise their salaries, if that part's true too, or like, what they're gonna do, because they don't have a buyout apparently in their contracts, which is ridiculous, so how are they gonna get out of that? But if Engine was leave, obviously I think the best pickup is Woxic, but Hellraisers are looking better than Space Soldiers right now, in my opinion. Wait, we all know Woxic doesn't, apparently they don't like Woxic and Woxic. Calyx doesn't like Woxic. Yeah, it's only Calyx, but I have beef was a long time ago. I say it over that. Um, I just heard they say you can't put him on Space Soldiers. But here's my thing. Why can't you, I don't know, why don't they just, I say they should break up and go international. Because Space Soldiers as a team has not been good. They haven't had one standout land besides a minor. That one minor they won. Other than that, what have they done? What have they done? They haven't done anything. If they do something, or they're going to, they have visa issues. So they can't go to an event because they're from Turkey. So, like, it's really it's really sucks for them, for the visa issue stuff. But, like, they haven't been a team that's, like, a Tier 1 team. Or Tier 2, even. They're an upset team, at best. They don't perform a big lands like EPL. And I don't see... I understand $500 a month is low. But, I mean, what should they make? $1,000? They shouldn't be making you know, $20,000 a month per player? Are you crazy? That org would be getting ripped off if that's the case. They don't make good, they don't have good performances. They can't say, well, yeah, we did this at this event. Or we did this at the major. Or did that here, that there. We can't because they don't have any results. And you can't argue that they're a better team for it. Mygen, do you agree or disagree? <sighs> Considering you have yeah. more information here. I mean,. Having the same salary as an academy team, I think that's a bit unfair if you look at where they are today. But they signed the contracts themselves, mm -hmm. so it's kind of their own fault a little bit. Oh, I that's, that's all I'm saying. But I think this whole protest they're doing with the orc wanting to remove engine, I think I think I'm gonna take a little bit of a different angle on this. Okay, so if Real Madrid wanted to make a change to their team. You think that all the players would just like stop wearing Real Madrid jerseys and stop <laughs> playing and like, oh, we're not gonna play anymore because you you said that uh, Kaylon Navas is gonna leave the team. No, they would just keep playing because the Orc has the power to do that. So I don't know. I don't have a lot of sympathy here. Apart yeah. from they should probably be any more than an academy team. The uh, thing. Another thing is, like, why are they complain? Like, if they complain about salaries, they got second in WHG. That's a nice amount of money for this team. Well, here's the thing. I guess you don't know how much did they make from that in terms of like, their cut. Whereas we don't know how much uh, org makes from that, too. So, I guess, but then again. like, Don't buy a fashion company. Right. There's no way the org takes more than 10% of that money. That's like the, it's like the max you get is 10% for an org. So, 90% <laughs> that's going to players. They want, like, what, $250,000, whatever. They want a lot of money, a good bit of money. So, in terms of prize money, they haven't done too bad for themselves. But once again, Wessig wasn't a good tournament, so let's not even go there. They they lost to Fnatic. They could have beat Fnatic, but like other than that, they had no impressive results. So, you know. I'm not a fan of Space Soldiers, much like Mr. Duncan Thorne Shields. 
But um, someone I was a fan of was Kassad, and he's leaving Renegades. I thought he was a good presence behind the, uh, the players there. Why do we think he left Renegades besides whatever they said and their PR, you know, nonsense? And why, where do we think he'll go from here? Phase. Ooh, Phase. Why Phase? They already have. I agree. Hockey, right? Nico. Nico. What's that supposed to mean? Because they're oh, because they're from the same country. They're like best friends. They're best friends. Okay. Him, Nico, Kassad, and YNK. Yanko, yeah. best friends. Yanko literally has like he like has a you know. A love he has a Nico in the package, so. Yeah, it freaks me out. But yeah, okay. Um, so if we do indeed say Kassad on phase, who goes to Renegades? Will Robin just go to Renegades, or do we think Renegades go for an Australian coach? What do you think happens there? I don't know where the Australian coaches. I mean, we can see top coach, and I know he hit some shots in the show match, but I mean, you know. Stop. <laughs> Let's not go there. I, mean, I am. I, mean, I think I'm assuming Kassad helped Nifty a lot with IGLA and stuff, so that's a big loss. Then, if he did. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, I think. I think uh, Kassad would actually have been a great coach for NRG if he isn't going to join Face. I don't know about that, but like. I think he would uh, fit right in there. I mm-hmm. think he could have been a good coach for Cloud Cloud <clears throat> Cloud Nine as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, then another team that I think could use. I don't want to say a real coach, but someone who's a little bit more than an analyst. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think the move you're suggesting to face, I think that's uh, I think that's a great suggestion because Robin. Granted, I don't know what he does for the team, but I haven't seen anything to suggest that he's a fantastic coach or anything. And I think Kassad could add something new to that team that they they need. Hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of my pet, like we do know he left. He's joining Energy, left Optic because you know it's all Danish lineup now, and the whole drama there. Do we think I'm pet have a big impact on Energy, small impact, medium size impact, no impact? How do you think he'll be as an IGL? I'm an IGL as a, you know, coach. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, I don't know what energy really is online. That's all I've seen so far. They have DAPS. True. Yeah, DAPS is okay. Always has been. That's it. Yeah, he's never... That's my thing, thing with DAPS. It's like, but, oh, he's an IGL. Is he, though? Like, he's an IGL, yes. But, like, he's never really performed... Like, the team has never really performed that crazy on any of his teams. They've never performed great. Like, he doesn't have any, like, one land. You can say, oh, Daps had this one land where he led his team to being, you know, amazing. So I never really bought, the, like, to Daps, whatever kind of hype Daps has. Team so... still has one problem that I talked about last week, too. It's Fugly. Mm-hmm. It's still a problem, but... but I thought can... the Tiger said that uh, Fugly was a good player. Apparently, Fugly's a good player. I thought he was a good support player, he's a good veteran player. He's been to majors. You know, he's a great player, right? Fugly. Uh, I think he's fine. I think in terms of depths, I think he's the type of in-game leader who's gonna sort. He's sort of the MSL of NA, maybe. He's mm-hmm. gonna teach uh, your team to play good basic CS, and probably That's not it. gonna do much then more you, than that. Then you lose all your good players out of teams. <laughs> and he'll make your um, star offer become terrible, like Cirque. Even though Cirque was never good to begin with, but you know. All online potential. Yeah, always online potential. But North Army is good online, so I don't know. That's uh, 
the perfect example. But I agree with that. MSL and DAPs are pretty similar in that respect, where they have energy. Yeah, energy at star ladder, right? Yes. Yes, definitely okay. liquid. Eh, that could be a potential. Also oh, yeah, I could say. Oh yeah, because they steamrolled every team in online for some reason. So yeah, they have, and it's just crazy. But um, one team, unfortunately, that hasn't been steamrolling everybody. They wish they could, but one of those players has the best body in all of France, and that would be none other than Body himself. And so Body is apparently, according to Nell, is the fifth player of the Shocks experiment featuring world-class player Smiths. How do we feel about Body joining the Smith slash Shocks experience? I'm so disappointed. Okay, <laughs> let me let me expand on that a little bit. I'm I'm disappointed that it's not MBK or Apex because I think both of those guys would have been better solutions. I think mm -hmm. with Body, they're gonna have a lot of issues with firepower if he's gonna continue to play like he is. I will say that that's the one caveat that maybe with existence in the team, he could make body work in a little bit more of a star role that he than he's had before so maybe he can improve and or like get to a better level where they'll have enough firepower in the team because you've got to remember that this team has smiths they have existence but those two guys you're not gonna get any firepower basically from there so <laughs> you're gonna need ducks and kenny s to go crazy and then you're gonna need body as the third guy to probably do pretty well also, right. so I I think that's gonna be an issue for the team. I don't know what you guys think. To note on your point about like existence, like putting body more like star roles, but like if you move body to like the third star, like more roles like cater to him, then you have to move like existence or Smiths into body's old roles, which are the worst roles, and he was awful in them for the majority. So like then you're gonna have worse performances with Smiths or existence. So I don't know, it's a mess. I just really would have loved to see the old G2 drop body and just pick up his existence, but that's never going to happen. I think that it's not a bad move. I think that Smiths can be a good player once again. I think that you'll see. It'll be, well, it'll, in terms of like power, it's going to be number one will be Kenny S, obviously. Number two will be Shocks. Number three will be, you know, Body. I think he can be a good third player because, like, you talk about, yeah, he's in these roles, but he's in, like, you know, the bitch roles. So, like, it's, you know, it's, 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 you're, what, you, what do you expect from that? You know, I think they'll be a good CT side of the team. In terms of T side, they don't have, they don't have an entry fragger. Body can entry frag, I guess, but, like, they don't have Apex who hits headshots, right? Who, like, notoriously, you know, Cappy would tell, hey, hit headshots, you know? And so they don't have that. I think somebody like a, like a Kiyoshima or, like, you know, an Amanek. You know, would be a better fit here, or even like even, you know, I, I think that'd be better fits. But uh, you know, we'll never know. Even scream, cause scream head tops. No. You know, no, no, no. As a third star, scream. Uh, or RPK. Well, uh, I like RPK, but the thing with the entry frag thing is the entry frag for this team is going to be sending Smith and his existence in first to bait for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's legit what they're going to have to do, cause. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Oh, I expect nothing from this team. Wow. I mean, you know. I'm I sad. I think that... I think, I think we're under, under, underestimating Smiths here. I don't think he's that bad of a player. I do. Oh, wow. Wait, okay. till you, wait till you see. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm... Okay, here's the thing. I think... I don't think he should be playing anymore. But... 
<laughs> I do think that if he's used properly, Extends is a genius mastermind. He made LDLCLC a team that should be competing in ESCA Open or whatever is equivalent of that in France into a team that was an EPL. Okay, he can take the Smiths and all the other guys into a team that's top ten. That's what's gonna happen. Yes, yeah, Smiths with the op. No, no, Smith doesn't have to op. He can double op. He can be a double op. That's about it. No, Smith can rifle. That. He can rifle. It'll be okay. And you know who else is going to be okay? Captain Mo. He might be out with an injury. <laughs> <laughs> he might be out with an injury right now. But Ty Lu currently has loaned a player called After Effects, or AE. And um, how do we feel about this, boys? Ty Lu, they have a, a big event coming. Captain Mo is one of their world-class players for a while. I always like Captain Mo. When they're going to Mirage, Captain was a big part of that team. What do you think about him leaving? Like, I just wanted, I wanted to talk about this topic so bad. So, okay. Did he break his neck falling on a Segway? Is that what happened? <laughs> he fractured <laughs> on a Segway. Who the fuck has a Segway? And... <laughs> I've never heard... Uh, I've never heard of an injury like this. I mean, that is just uh, uh, that's just too How good. How do you fall off a segue? It's literally a gyro, like cop. It's a gyro machine. It's supposed to be like orientated to where you're standing up. That's what it's like. It's literally a hoverboard with a thing you hold on to. How do you fall off a segue? <laughs> <laughs> I I just okay. You're a world. I hope Captain Mo. Yeah, I hope Captain Mo feels better, but that is too funny. No, that's, that's as bad as a uh, Yankees pitcher broke. Uh, I think he hurt his neck when he was in a bouncy house with his kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't understand. Or like another like a uh, Giants player, San Francisco Giants, Madison Bumgarner, star player. Uh, he's on like a dirt bike or something. He just falls off and breaks his hand. The one thing he needs in his life, and it's just like, how do you do these things? This dude is the face of Tyloo. Like Literally. on this team, like eight years. Yeah, like you think so, a league on Team Liquid, it's the same kind of thing, you know. As a star player of that team. So here, here's another good injury. So there was this Danish footballer a few years ago where it was snowing on the pitch, so they couldn't play. So the match got cancelled. So instead, they decided to have a snowball fight, oh, no. and he got injured in the snowball <laughs> fight. <laughs> he was out for a few months. How did he injure snowball that, fight? That's football. I think he slipped under the snow or something, and that's what happens. Oh my god. That is one of my favorite injuries. You wear cleats. <laughs> you play soccer, you wear cleats. Why aren't you wearing cleats when it's snowing and you have the field to yourself? What? Oh yeah, my I, god. I don't know how that happens, but uh, I mean, yeah. Den D Danish, you know, Danish, yes, is a hell of a drug. I guess Danish football is a hell of a drug, you know? Apparently. Oh my god, FC Copenhagen, you know, we play CSGO in a football stadium, boys. How much better does it get, right? Yeah, you know I what don't the know. best drug in the world is? Being torqued on some NA, uh, <sighs> NACS. And when you're on NACS, you tend to lose players like Swag, the former god of North America. And, you know... Come on now, like I don't understand. Like Swag's like, yeah, I'm not gonna tell you why I left the team, but I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna stream, boys. I'm gonna play FPL, learn good habits in FPL, like peeking without throwing a smoke. So, what do we think about Swag leaving Torqued, where he has no opportunity of making a major still? What do you think is gonna happen? Learning good habits in FPL. That has to be the. Did he actually say that? No, I said that. Oh, okay. That was my sarcasm. Yeah, no. He said he's going to play FPL and rank ass more to, like, practice and become a better player. 
So he did kind of say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, go ahead, Mist. Um, I'm just going to assume it's personal reasons, something that obviously we don't know, like, Olaf, but whatever. Talk to kind of whatever. <laughs> also, like, I don't know who to get. Mm-hmm. And especially because they have Bella Horizonte coming up, and that was going to be pretty exciting. But I still, still made this tweet. After they bombed out of tours, they won one map, one like one series in the relegation, the global challenge, and tours. Oh That's it. God. No wonder they dropped. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, who would be the problem in that team? You know, but the thing, my issue is those players. Besides Kus, like those players can't go to a major. So why ruin another? Team? Poyo. Yeah, Poyo, but he's irrelevant. Why would they Who's... ruin another team's chances of you know maybe making a minor? Like swag or whatever. Instead of just staying together and you're all banned together. Like Dazed, Mr. Eleven himself. Oh, Dazed me the IGO and he needs, right? What, what has he done? What has Dazed done? Nothing. Made money off crypto. Literally. He literally has done nothing. So... Isn't know. he on a new team now with like A2C and... Subdol, yeah. Subdol, whatever it's called. No, Mo quit, Mo quit, quit after 12 hours. <laughs> They picked, up, they picked up Little Man. <laughs> oh, little Man, formerly of uh, Energy Fame. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my but, God. Oh, I want to touch on Kusta, because this man annoys me Go for it. so much. Kusta, I watched a Gambit series, a uh, Gambit game. This this dude hits insane shots, performing all game, then like comes down to clutch rounds, like cl- really close rounds, like one, two rounds in between, and he miss, misses every shot. Like, on overpass, connector guy, right up in front of the stairs, misses it, dies. Like, he's Kusa's biggest enemy is his is himself. I mean, that's pretty much known. Like, FNS said in an interview with Thorne that he said, you know, Kusta would say, hey, Ricky, can you op? I'm not feeling it now. <laughs> and it's just like, they don't look at him like, what do you mean? You're the main opper. And so, it's like, what is your, like, you know, motivational level? What is your confidence level? And so Kusa said... I mean, they played enough tier two teams to be good enough to like get their confidence level up, and so they should be decent. But unfortunately, Kusta just—he just couldn't defuse that bomb. <laughs> <laughs> if Kusta had confidence, he'd be the best NA opper. But that's... at least you know he just press E for like five seconds more. You know that's all you had to do. And then hey guys, let's take our Kusta in in time. That really tilted me. Like I remember watching that event live, and like I'm like, oh, Red Reserve for leaving the server. And he's like holding down. We lose the game, and it's just like, how? How do you lose that game after winning oh the game? God. Like, they were playing the victory music. They were having the interview ready. You know, Smith was about to come out, and I'm like, wow, they really just killed CLG. I killed CLG right there, you know. And it was just really disappointing to see that. But you know, it's NACS in a nutshell. It really is. Unfortunately, that's why we don't talk about NACS. But I can't remember who wrote this, but I think I. Someone wrote the other day that Kusta is the best open NA. Tony. And I was like, wait, did he oh, actually? Was that Tony? And I was like, initially, I was like, how can you even say that? That's ridiculous. And then I thought about it, and I was like, okay. maybe you could actually make a case for that. No. And then I just realized how bad the state of Orpus and NA is. Mm-hmm. If Kusta is the best option. He's not, though. JDM's better. I don't understand. I know Tony doesn't like JDM, but JDM's better offer than uh, Kusta. Always has been, always will be. JDM isn't on that team right now, though. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Because, I mean, there's no... Because he doesn't want to take... He said he's had... Um, he had multiple offers when he left uh, Liquid, but they weren't, like, the best teams. I'm thinking teams like Rogue and stuff like that. That's my guess, right? And so... I don't know. Who's the opera of Rogue? Kadian. Uh, Kadian. 
Cadian. Yeah, so not even Danish an NA player. player. Right? Yeah, Danish yep. player. Yeah, so you can go back to North, right? No, I'm just kidding. But nah. um, yeah, like I'm saying, like teams like that, I think he's offered them. And uh, JDM, like he apparently, according to well, he apparently trialed for C9, and whatever happened happened. No one knows, right? So I don't know what the uh, issue is. I think he's a better opera than Skadoodle. I always prefer JDM on the op to Skadoodle's op, even up in after the post twenty fourteen, of course. And I think his rifles have improved massively. I don't understand why he's on a team. He's a very smart player. He's a good. He's a decent clutch player. He's great on pistols. I think he's an asset to a team like Cloud Nine, or a team you know like. Uh, well, not nobody else, because I mean, there's no other good NA teams, right? But I think you know he'd be an asset on a team. But blackballed. I don't know what's wrong. He's just not on the team. He's a streamer now. He's a decent streamer, you know. But I mean, hey, that's all he is right now, and it's sad. But I think he's a better option than Kusta, by far. Kusta's so yeah, bad. Yeah, I could agree with that. Kusta's like <laughs> nifty, but ten times worse. And that really tilts me. I used to like Kusta. That's the worst part. God, Kusta. I used to like Kusta. Then he just choked too much. I like, bomb. I like to see Nifty, like modern day Nifty, not IGL, and see what he can do just opping and focus on that. I, I think people will kind of overhype the, oh, if they just focus on this, like Adren, oh, if we could just focus on fragging and not, not IGL, it'd be better. Not sure. really. Like, yes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't, you know? Mm. Sure. I mean, uh, there's examples both ways. I mean, some players have improved after they in-game lead it, like Stu2K when he was leading was probably at his best. Mm -hmm. I think Shucks in 2016 hit a new peak when he was the leader. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a few other examples as well. Uh, I think <laughs> Snacks was definitely good for a while when he was in-game yeah. leading. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so there is some cases where people improve from in-game leading. And I think cannot... Nifty's better as an IGL than he was as an opper. I think he as a, as a main opper. But he's like a fallen. But issue is, Nifty's inconsistent. It's nothing to do with IGLing. He's just inconsistent as a player. <clears throat> you look at his playstyle. Him and Henny have the exact same playstyle. I hate it. I really, I can't watch it. Where they sit there and they jiggle their mouse. All That's all you do is just jiggle their mouse. And as you see him like... They never can stand still. One target. When they, when you, of course we, they can't see like the walls or whatever. But you can see on the thing where the guy is about to peek it, and he has an idea that the guy is there. Instead of just holding the angle that where he's gonna kill him like a normal opera would, he's gonna jiggle his mouse so he can just flick onto him. And I'm just like, why, why, why? Is it you have to move your mouse that much? And it's just it's really awesome. annoying. Like that's all he does, yes. and he misses a lot of shots like that. He misses a lot of easy shots because he's trying to flick all the time. Because he comes from COD. I get that, but COD's just like different. Like COD, like you know, you don't snipe really in Call of Duty. In Call of Duty, you don't really flick either. You can't flick in Call of Duty. It's like you know, it's console game. Eh, you know that. I know. So, but it's eh. just like, yeah, I get that. He has a mindset of like, yo, it's twitchy, but he needs to just like, like you know, stop drinking Red Bull, whatever there's red, you know, or five hour energy. Just you know, drink like, take like a Zanny or something. Calm down, relax, and then you know, op. It'll be better, in my opinion. It's like he's trying to be simple, maybe. He literally is. It's really <laughs> annoying. He saw it because remember Cash, the miner against Tyloo, I think it was, where he hit the, the crazy wall bang. That's insane. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, that's a plum in that right there. That was amazing. And then he's like, "All right, give me a give me a spray, boys. Where's my spray at?" So he went fifty. He dropped fifty kills against Mouse Sports on Inferno. Woo. So you think and then you were shit in the next game? Yeah, he was. Because he's not. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's not a reliable star. He needs support players. You still owe 
um, as or all them players are not good support players for him. He needs better players. They need better. They need Dick Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> they need gratis. Not only gratis facts. They need better players. Australian players though. But that's the time. That's the topic for another time. Uh, and that's with that. With those, uh, that's a long podcast, boys and girls. So with that, we're gonna be saying, Arrivederci. And we'll be seeing y'all in episode seven. Hope we have a cool guest. And see you next week, boys and girls.